let's start. You want to start the episode? I can do it if you want to. Let's, but... let, let, let's get in. Let's get into this. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the One It's All podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. How we living, people? How we living? I got a co-host in the building today, Austin. Welcome howdy, back, howdy, my friend. Howdy, I'm back. Yeah, it's been what seven weeks because you're here for week one. I was here for week one, so it's been a minute. Yeah, now we're sitting on week nine. We, we, we had to be grown adults and work for a living. Oh, dude, it's tough. Schedules can be brutal. I've had to just get out here and just make the episodes when I could. I can't believe it's been eight weeks. Yeah. You look good, man. You look good. I like, I like is that is that the is that the custom suits and the suit jacket and the shirt? This is not even the custom suit. This is off the rack from this, State and Liberty. Yeah, it looks State great. Liberty, man. State, what about State and Liberty again? State and Liberty, you get 10% off when you use code SPERRY10. That is S-P-E-R-R-Y 10. Helps us out at the show. And also, you get 10% off your purchase. So, guys, get that nice looking fit for yourself. Yeah, bro, you're looking clean, man. Looking clean. I have Started to. a new job and everything, right? I mean, same job, just different spots. So, yeah, just yeah. plugging away, congrats, plugging congrats, away, plugging away. Can you believe it's November? Dude, we got Friendsgiving in three weeks. Shoot. I mean, we I sent out the invites yeah. the other day. You got them. I mean, it's in three weeks. Three That's, weeks. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I cannot believe it's the four. time of year it is. Yeah. I'm almost as surprised that it's in November that the Cowboys have that good of a winning record. And they're on a bye week this week, so at least they chill out. So what what yeah. are your overall thoughts on the Cowboys so far? Over, overachieving? Overachieving and underachieving. They're overachieving without Dak. They're underachieving with him. Does that make sense? Yeah, they haven't. They'll get there. They'll get there. It's just right now I'm more concerned with Dak's long-term health more than anything. And also... With they looked great this past week, mm-hmm. but granted, look who they were playing. All right, so the the question that every Cowboys fan or anybody interested in the Cowboys wants to know now, and I want to get the opinion from the my probably the biggest Cowboys fan that I know. Whose backfield is it now? Tony's or Ezekiel's? I think you should. I mean, okay, you know this from last year. I was of the opinion you need to split carries because Zeke is a better pounder and pass blocker. Pollard has more explosiveness mm-hmm. and can just run. So right now, you probably need to do 50-50. Pollard needs to take a manual on how to block for pass blocking real quick mm-hmm. and get him up to par. Zeke needs to be a third down back, essentially, at this point, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone next year. Just because you're paying him way too right. much money. But, I mean, going for my Cowboys, what is happening to your box? Right Giselle, now? man. <laughs> like, I'm not shitting on Giselle, but Giselle, it's, it's just a lot. Bro, he should have stayed retired, man. Who saw that coming? It's obviously been in the works for a minute because the, everybody was like, oh, the divorce happened so fast. I'm like, ah, this wasn't uh, like a week. This has been in the works for a minute. Either that or there was one heck of a prenup in place. Oh, yeah. One or the other. They're they're handling it very well, though, in my opinion, in terms of public breakups and everything. Yeah, they are. But I would expect nothing less from those two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's no, there's, there seems to be an amicable divorce. There's a lot going on. I did, when it went finalized, I was like, oh. Think they'll ever get back together? Nah, I, I can't see it because I feel like sometimes when you get two type A's together, this is kind of what can happen. There's no balance because she true. probably wants to go balls to the wall. He's been doing it forever. I, the the whole notion that this is the the common thing, right? What any party, any get together I've seen, met women are like, 
well, he said he was retiring and then he did it. And mom like, well, so you're blaming him for working. You, how many opportunities do you get to play football in the NFL? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a corporate job where right. you could just retire and get something. There, it's there's obviously more to it. There's something behind the scenes. There, there, there's always more to it than a relation, like to a relationship. Than he just re- came out of retirement. He's already got the Fox deal set up to do oh, that yeah, afterwards. Three hundred and forty-five mil or something like that. Somebody mentioned to me, and I, I haven't fact checked this, so I don't know if this is true. That he was, he kept her in the dark regarding the Miami Dolphins thing, and the oh. Dolphins got like he didn't tell her he was trying to do that, like become a player GM or whatever. I mean, you don't know. It's all in the news, but yeah, but I, there's always more to it. She probably wanted more. He is okay. So we can both agree athletically. Tom Brady is not the most athletic person you've ever seen. No, but you can argue. You can argue that he, he is in better shape now than when he first got in the league. Right, and that's because he has to be that way. Yeah, he can't just wake up and be like some athletes are just gifted, right? To be yeah. athletic. A perfect example. I hate to use his name as AB. The guy's just gifted athletically. He can be, he can do everything on the field. Yeah, he does. But Tom Brady has to do that TB12. Has to do all the stuff that he gets talked about in order to be as elite as he had. So you got, he's probably really psycho with it. You know what I mean? Oh, you would have to be in that case. But I mean, at the end of the day, I feel bad for both of them. I yeah. really feel bad for their kids. Yeah. Wish it wouldn't happen, but it did. So, are do you think this is Brady's last season? People are feeding into him saying retirement's not in my sight. I might buy into that a little bit, but Father Time's catching up on him. Is it, or are they just not the offensive line's not as good as it was? I think it's a combination. Because his, have you watched any Bucks games this year? Yeah, the first one against the Cowboys. His arm looks okay to me. Yeah, but I will say this: the taking of shots because your offensive line—that's mm. going to add up real quick. I mean, look what it did to Peyton. Yeah, I mean, he came out of retirement, if I'm not mistaken, after one of the offensive line retired and two got hurt, right? Something like that. Yeah. So it's and a new head coach in there too. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks were like, "Please come back. We'll, we'll anything you want this year." That's why they're getting them days off. Yeah. I, I mean, there's always more to it behind the scenes. It's like the Brett Favre thing, right? Like everybody was like, he needs to just retire. And at that time, I was like, the way it's being handled in the media and all that is kind of dramatic. Yeah. Those guys put, they get to do that for a living. Oh, yeah. What? It's a once in a lifetime thing, right? So I get you don't want to let it go because once it's gone, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I always have a little. Under, I try to be mindful of that before I judge. I mean, th- this guy's achieved more than anybody else. He's addicted to it, obviously. Why not let him work? Because when he's done, he's done. Yeah, I mean, at least he's going to be able to call it on Fox. And that deal's, what, a 10 mil or 10 year, like, 345 yeah, mil, something, like, something ridiculous. And they already want him, if the Bucks don't make the playoffs, to be in the in the broadcast with them or doing the thing on the, the Oh, playoffs. I didn't yeah. even hear that. Yeah, I heard about that. Big. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, more to it than meets the eye, but... All right, over-under for you of the day. Over-under, Brady makes the playoffs or has a new girlfriend before the end of the year? Over-under, Pete Davidson's dating Giselle by the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say that, too. Or Zach Wilson. Oh, gosh. Zach Wilson might be the worst goddamn quarterback other than uh, Davis Mills for the Texans. Uh. Zach Wilson is... Absolutely terrible. Oh, he has been. He is an awful quarterback. I don't know yeah. why they picked him so high. With that, just watching him play, 
he is downright awful. Like he just looks like, oh, like I mean, we said, he looks hey, like he's rude to At least he plays good off the field. Huh? At least he plays good. And I think that's all he cares about. Like it doesn't look like he's like he's going to be anything. I don't no. think I don't think he'll be the Jets quarterback in two years. I don't. Oh no, I I, I don't think so at all. No, the Jet. It's New York, man. Especially if Daniel Jones starts <laughs> turning around, the way he carries himself is obnoxious to me. Yeah, I mean, but I have most of the people I talk to on a daily basis are Jets fans. And what are they saying? Mm. Are they a fan of him? If they're winning, of course. I mean, they are a fan of him, and they're not a fan of him at the same time. Right. So they want, they like the image of him, but I think the performance has to start racking up real quick. Otherwise, yeah. he's in trouble. It's just the way he goes about running the game. He just doesn't look. He doesn't pass the eye test. He has his moments. Yeah, but it's always in. It's never like they never just kind of take it right. He right. his his yardage comes from. All right, we got to start chucking it. I just got to throw it down the field. I mean, some of the mistakes he makes. There's no reason why you can't get the ball. To, I mean, I feel bad for Elijah Moore. Like, oh, gosh. I, I mean, they just can't. That guy is so fast and so. How can you not get him the ball? I feel bad for Salas. Yeah. I mean, he's in a bad spot right now. You've got a good head coach. It's just you don't have a quarterback, and clearly the front office wants him. The trade deadline passed. I mean, we're recording this after it's passed. I'm surprised he didn't get moved. I was surprised that Kamara almost got moved. Yeah. That that I was surprised about him not getting moved. But the besides Christian McCaffrey getting moved, that was a big piece that fell. And I'm still thinking that the – Panthers got the better side of that, but down the line, yeah, down the I think line, I, probably, yeah. yeah. But Hines getting Hines. moved, that's the shocker because Indy is not a bad team, yeah. And I don't know what's going on with them. The whole Matt Ryan thing fell apart. Their offensive line's dog is, is doo doo, yeah. It just shows you, dude, if you don't have a good offensive line, you're not going to do anything. Well, and that's the other thing, too. They've been they've gotten some injuries and everything else. Matt Ryan is nowhere near no. the quarterback he was, but I also think that's partly because he's getting hit every five seconds. And you saw the same thing from Phillip Rivers. So the real question is moving forward, do you get another quarterback? I think you have to. But who? They're, I mean, they're not going to – I mean – Clearly, they, they're not going to go for the draft. No. I don't even if, know if history has said anything. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because the team seems to be balanced. I, I thought their offensive line was better than what it was. I think everybody did. Yeah, I thought. I mean, that's the biggest shocker to me is they can't protect or open. Jonathan Taylor's not anything right now, really. No, he's not. He's a mediocre at best quarter or running back right now. Which is why you always take a quarterback in the first round of a fantasy <laughs> draft. Moving on. Josh Allen's probably the best player in the league. I, I mean, I don't really. Oh, yeah. I mean, biggest – okay, we can honestly say this. Biggest letdown so far has to be the Packers. Oh, without a doubt. They don't even look close to competitive. Like, I, we got them coming up, and, like, they're playing the Lions this week. Uh, they just moved Hawkinson today, too. They did? Yeah, I they traded it. Hawkinson. That. He, that was a big move. They traded Hawkinson to the Vikings. It's the first time I think they've ever traded in a division. Yeah. The biggest move to me today, though, was the Broncos trading Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. Yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah, that, that, I was surprised because <clears throat> the Broncos are are not the best at anything, a lot of things, but their defense is solid. Well, I would say it's Bronco, Broncos country. Let's suck right now. Not let's <laughs> Russell's going to get it all right, man. Russell's going to be all right. I No, I have no faith in him right now. Right now? Yeah. I mean, he. I don't know uh, about this uh, season, this but year, he'll be there fine. There was a reason why I picked them third. Yeah, I remember that. I'm still, 
I'm still reeling on my commander's pick. Like, I I will say this. That is the worst Thursday night football game I've ever seen three weeks ago. I don't know. I don't know how they can fix Thursday night football. I, you've got to get better matchups, but I can tell you this. When you're on a cruise ship sipping a Mai Tai, having a beer, and you're watching that game, and everyone on the cruise ship is saying, this sucks, including little kids, and they're all dressed up in Broncos gear, uh-huh. that tells you something. Yeah. <clears throat> those London games, it's nice to have 8.30 a.m. football, but those, those, the London games and the, but the Thursday night games have been I hate when it's, it's, it's for fantasy football purposes when you have a player on Thursday night football because very rarely do they do anything. Well, it's they can either go great or they're going to suck. So the the guy I wanted to get traded today so badly because I have Naheen Himes on my fantasy team already. <laughs> and so you are I'm, so happy. Yeah, I'm one in seven right now. It's not good. The other guy that I wanted to get moved and I'm so I'm kind of irritated they didn't move him is Braden Cooks. Like I thought for sure the Texans were going to move him because why do you need him on your team when you're not even trying to do anything? I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to set him up so that he can get a good quarterback because look at the quarterback class that's coming in. Yeah, that and quarterback the Texans class, are definitely playing for that number one. Well, who do you take? Do you take Hooker or do you take um, oh quarterback for Alabama? Help me right now. Oh, Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah. Who do you I mean, take it's going to be those guys. Top two. I mean, I'm happy. Let me just say because we live in this great state of Tennessee. I'm happy for the Vols fans. They're coming out of the woodworks right now. I'm happy for them. I wish my Aggies were doing yeah. a lot better. Cause I wish my Knowles a- were doing something like that. Don't. You know what? You already had to deal with Bobby. I'm having to deal with him currently. I'm yeah, in a worse Jimbo. state. At least he got you a natty. Yeah. I, he hasn't even gotten me there yet. Yeah, you guys, I mean, how disappointed are you in Texas A&M this year? Highly. More disappointed. In, like, which one do you take more personal when they're bad? The Cowboys or the Aggies? Oh, that's a t- mm. like when one of them sucks. Which one frustrates you more? Can I say both on this? No, no, no I respect that because like, I'm the same way with Tampa and Florida State. Like, well, it's one of those like, okay, Cowboys doing good in regular season is now a normal thing. They need to start doing better in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's the expectation. That goes back to Romo. You too. better get to at least a conference championship. Otherwise, it's a failure. Really, a Super Bowl, and that's always been the standard with Cowboys. With A and M. Like, you can arguably say that they've been screwed over two separate times by Notre Dame not getting into the playoff. Yeah. You can also. Oh, no, I forgot. I forgot all about that. Yeah. You can also say that A&M coming in with the number one draft, I mean, number one recruiting class, that's a failure. You can also say it's a failure and you have to start raising some question marks of the three guys that were immediately suspended, the three freshmen that were in that draft class. They were caught smoking weed at halftime. I didn't hear about this. That's why they got suspended. At halftime? At halftime. So, yeah. I mean, now, granted, you can get some bad apples and also in the NIL series, you don't know who to throw money at. You don't know who's going to develop. Geez. But at the same time, you look at that and you go, um, I have many questions on where money's going. Ha- at halftime. Yeah. Oh, sh- we knew this was going to happen, too. Oh, you knew it They're was. Gonna, any system that's like this gets taken advantage of. And believe me, the boosters and all the businesses are like, ooh. This is how we can. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I think it is good. F- well, okay. I think it is good in some ways in college football because it brings it from underneath the table out into the public. And guess what? It's been doing this for a long time and it should have been illegal. And it honestly never should have happened. You're getting $100,000 plus college education. And right now, the average college debt coming out can be at roughly $200,000. Yep. But with this currently now, where it's out in the open, like, 
you best believe that there's going to be some new contracts in there next year and everything else saying disciplinary stuff. And the two, the three freshmen that were at A&M that got caught, okay, you go into transfer portal. Who's going to take a shot at you now? Uh, last chance you. Uh, <laughs> they'll they'll get USC, some from somewhere. Like maybe USC, but even then, like – Louisville. Louisville takes everybody. Like that, that is – there's so many yeah. red flags there. Yeah. But it also makes it where, as a college, you got to start pouring more money into the f- football program so you can start doing due diligence on kids in high school. Mm-hmm. Which gets into the other sports just hate else. all the attention football gets. I mean, it just sadly they just don't bring in near the revenue. Oh no! Like the only sport that you could arguably say would be close is what NBA. Yeah, but I think NBA. Then, I'd say hockey and baseball were really pretty close. But there's way less like <clears> football. You, it's just so many people on the roster to support. You have the practice squads. You have like. Yeah. You have the backups and everything. So, I mean, yeah, it's been a bummer, bro. Like, I, every time I see Texas A&M on there, I'm like, ooh, Austin's not happy. Because oh, they had all the hype, all that trash that Jimbo talked about saving, all that Granted, stuff. they almost beat him, and I would argue, let's say, the last play of that game should have been another P.I. call. Oh, no, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that should have been another P.I. call, but I'm not going to harp on it. So, how much? What what's the leash like on, for Jimbo, in your opinion? I mean, you got a $95 million buyout. And That's you tough. saw what Auburn just did. You see who their interim coach is? Who? I saw it today. I didn't even catch it. Tampa Bay first round running back Cadillac Williams. Are you kidding? I had a signed Cadillac Williams jersey. <laughs> I saw that today and I was like, oh boy. Hey, I love the opportunity. Give it to him. But I I didn't even know he he's I guess he was like the running back coach there or something. Yeah. And uh I saw today that they named him interim coach. Interim head I coach. I mean, the, Auburn has been trying to get Dion for weeks. Yeah. Dion's Dion playing that game. Well, Dion is not going to Auburn. No. We all know that. But I will say this. If AM pulls the trigger and gets rid of Jimbo, because there's one saving grace for Jimbo, and that's if he gets an offense coordinator and sets back and does not call the offense. That's his only way. That is his that's only way. That's what Saban kind of does, right? Saban sits back and lets the OC take over. Saban, well, Saban finally did that after the 08 because he was calling defense, and then mm-hmm. he got a guy named Kirby Smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I will say this right now, like that's where Jimbo is failing. But if they fire Jimbo, who who is a good college coach? I mean, Prime is the top of the list. Deion Sanders, Prime Time is your top candidate. Yeah, he knows that. That's why he's doing those sixty minute interviews and everything. He knows. Yeah, he knows. He's playing. He's playing the chess game. But also, he has a great loyalty to Jackson State, and th- those facilities have done amazing since he's gotten there. Oh, absolutely, and he knows that, and that's why he's coming out saying he'll entertain other offers. Yeah. All right. So, All right, last we week I went eleven and four. Did you keep track of your last week picks or no? I can add it up for you while you talk for me. Yeah, I just so I went eleven and four last week. Pretty big. Ba- like I, I pretty much stick to the script. I knew the Seahawks would get the the Giants. The biggest one to me that I lost on was the beatdown that the Browns bestowed upon those Cincinnati Bungles last night. Oh, that was a shocker. I couldn't believe Not that they won, but how easily they won. I mean, they straight up destroyed them. Like, I I missed I, – I picked the upset. I, t- I thought the Lions could get the Dolphins, which they almost did. But they – the biggest disappointment to me, one of them is the Raiders, too. They looked like complete dog shit against New Orleans. I mean, the Raiders have looked bad all yeah. season. And you can arguably say – it's because of they got rid of Gruden. Like you have to say that yeah. at this point. It, Josh McDaniels this is a second go around. Remember when he went to Denver? Yeah. And then he drafted Tebow. 
Yeah. And then he thought, and then, I don't know. He's a good OC. What, what did you go last week? 11 and four. Okay. I went 10 and five. Last All right. Week. So yeah, we're, we're expect, what was the, uh, um, what was one that shocked you that you picked wrong? Oh gosh. The one that shot me probably was okay. It was the giants versus Seahawks. Yeah. Like, I just had a that f- game. Like you have to say the giants have looked good in flashes. The Seahawks have looked good in flashes. But I honestly thought that would have been a closer game, and it was fourteen point spread yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, I knew I knew it was going to be. Is is Geno Smith the comeback player of the year? I don't think I don't even think it's close. You have to give that to him. I don't even think who else other than Saquon maybe. But he's quarterback's going to win that, and he should oh, yeah. because he looks legit when you watch them. If you're the Jets, aren't you wishing you would have kept him right now? Or on a, on another level of that, what does that say about Russ? Was it the system or was it Russell? Overrated. I I mean, I think Russ should get a lot of respect like he does. Yeah, he does. But there was a reason the Seahawks were running the football as much as they were. Yeah. Kenneth Walker looks like he's. Yeah. A lot of teams are probably like, how do we. Not- Speaking of running the football, honestly, the shocker, and it was mainly the fact of the matter that they only threw one pass in the second half was the Titans. Yeah, they had Texas. That was one of the most boring NFL games I have ever watched, other yeah. than Derrick Henry going over 200 yards. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But if you're the Titans, can't you can't you have to now say, okay, we have to cool off on getting rid of Tannehill? Because that game was ugly from a quarterback. He doesn't point. look – which is fine. Yeah. He's a rookie. That's yeah. fine. But he looked – that was you against Houston. You should have been so much more prepared for that. I think that's the biggest surprise to me is how just overwhelmed he looks. Yeah, and I mean that might be a prep. He might have gotten on short. Right. Who knows? But between that and then, I mean, that was really it. I mean the lion, the Lions have been by far my favorite team to watch just from just grit grind yeah. to win. And you're wanting them to do good. And whoever has started the rumors of fire Dan Campbell, no, shut not- your mouth. I agree. <clears throat> I he agree. is entertaining. He's making it where other people that are outside uh, that normally don't like Detroit at all yeah. are saying, "I want them to actually do good." I've I've paid attention to Detroit every week this year. Yeah, Hard Knocks probably had something to do with it because they showed what kind of guy Campbell is. Yeah, that's a coach you want to play for. Oh yeah, and they they're just not there yet. That's all. They're yeah. just not there. And they get Jamison Williams coming back soon. He was the number one. Like he was receiver. They have arguably the best offensive line of football. And if they add another piece to that, you got DeAndre Swift. If he can upgraded quarterback. Yeah. Upgrade quarterback. And you got (laughs) to add to the defense because their defense is awful. Oh gosh. If it wasn't for their defense, they would, they would have three or four wins right now because their offense is doing okay. So this is a surprising thing right now. Guess who has the number one draft pick as of right now? It's got to be Houston, right? No. It's Detroit. Again? Detroit is one and six. Houston is one and five. And who's got three? Carolina. So it's Carolina and then Pittsburgh? Yep. So Pittsburgh will have a top five pick as of right now? Yep. And Jags will have a top five pick. Did you see their trade today? <clears throat> they traded for Calvin Ridley. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like what they're thinking. I like what they're thinking. I'm nervous about Ridley's injury history. 
But if he's healthy, he's obviously not going to play this year, but he gets reinstated. If Josh Gordon can get reinstated after smoking weed 38 times. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, What was I just about? Oh, so before we get into our week nine picks on this one, because that's what everybody wants to hear. And also, don't forget, send me all your football uh, predictions picks. If you agree with us, if you think what we're saying is just silly, one at all on Instagram, one at all.buzzsprout.com, one at all on YouTube, anywhere you get your social media, TikTok. Uh, Facebook. I I don't even know what else is out there anymore. I mean, you got the <clears throat> you've got uh, Topsider Sports on Instagram, but that's about it. Topsider Sports, baby. All right. So, question before uh, we get into these Week Nine picks here, in your opinion, with naming those top five draft picks right now, the way the NFL is structured, I I am not a, I I don't favor tanking. I think it's awful. But if you're those five teams, why would you try to win another game? Because it's not like the NBA. You know, like the NBA baseball, you get the lottery system Oh yeah, and all that. NFL, as a matter of fact, it's like if you're the worst team, you get the number one pick. There's no – Yeah. Well, and you – okay, so <clears> – I think the NFL, before you answer, to give my opinion because I feel so strongly about this, they need to lottery those top five picks. I, You know what I think they should do? This is going to be so unpopular. Whoever wins Super Bowl gets the number one pick. Oh, I and like the way you're thinking. Whoever though. loses gets the number two, and then after that, you've got to make it where the best teams get the t- top picks. All right, repeat that one more time for the audience. Super Bowl winner gets number one draft pick. The and think about it this way: you would add so much more spice on draft night because they're not going to instantly take a quarterback. It would add so much more spice to Super Bowl too. Uh huh. You're playing for because something. The loser, They'll never do it, though. loser would get number two. Then you'd go to conference record or actually, better yet, a uh, point loss differential. That's what you go to for the next two, and you just keep on going down the line. Here's what I'll say. I, I <clears throat> would love that idea because that, that would eliminate tanking altogether. Oh, yeah. Because then you're just bad. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? You can't rely on a draft pick. you got to pay some people. Yeah, which would, which would make it. To where you can't just blow games at the end of the year and just give them away. Right. There's something to that. But man, that would add some spice. That uh, would add some spice to the Super Bowl. Would that would add some. I, I dig it. I, I love that idea. What? That's good. Did you hear that somewhere? Or is no, that just, no. Is like, that just the fandom in you? That's just the fan in me because I look at that. I look at it right now and I'm going, okay. So let's see. Two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Guess who would have? Guess who currently has the eleventh draft pick? Which one? The number eleven pick in the in the NFL draft. I'll go ahead and shoot off the cuff and say New England, Green Bay. They have eleven. Yeah. Guess who has the number nine pick? Uh, not Seattle. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. That's a. I mean, is Kyler Murray on his last? I mean, are they, is he already? You notice they, they said he's owing two since think, Call of Duty came out. I think Kingsbury is going to be out. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to. I don't. Like, he has no control over that team. I, I think he is a good OC. Not sold on him as head coach. Yeah. A and M. There's your OC to get. There's your o, offense coordinator to get. He has ties to A and M. Get him. Yeah. There you go. All right, people. So without further ado. This is the One It's All podcast, and we are – Austin, are you ready to dive in and do these week nine picks? Let's get ready all to right, make week some nine, picks. 
Do it one more time. Let's get ready to make some picks. All right. So before we start off anything, Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, San Fran all have bye weeks this week. So it is a little bit of a shorter week. There's only two afternoon games. So we're going to start here. Week nine of the NFL season, Thursday night football, Eagles at Texans, Austin. Do we even need to dive too dig do much into this? Who wins and why? Um, we're not even going to go into that. The Eagles are going to win. The real question is going to be the spread right now is 14 points. Oh, they're going to, they're going to clear that. Oh, I would take that in a heart. They were, they're they're going to clear that. Uh, this is going to be like, if you got a fantasy player on the Eagles, enjoy. Oh, Thursday night's going to be good for you. Yo, definitely. Definitely. I'm curious what the total is going to be on that game. Now I see, I'm surprised the Texans didn't trade Brandon Cooks. I'm really surprised by that, but the way they looked, they made the Titans defense like top five this past week. We're going to talk about the Titans in a little bit. I say, I mean, if there's anybody in America that if the Texans win and you actually put money on them and they win, I want to hear from you because that is, that's got some balls because great tax write off. Yeah. It's prime time. There's, I like Lovey Smith. I I do. Like I, I like him. He's a Texas boy. Yeah. So, but I mean, come on. When I saw this on the schedule, I was like, "How am I going to talk about this game?" It's like everybody knows the Eagles are just going to cream him. But oh. in the event that they don't, the only way they don't is if I could see blindside tackle hurts, twists the knee, and then it's back up, and then Texans look. But it won't. Who is their backup? Is it a uh, Minshew? Uh, no, it's not Minshew. It's somebody else. But even then, like, dude, they're stacked. Their oh, they're stacked. stacked. They're stacked. Like, their defense and their running backs and everything. So it's unanimous here. We're going to take the Eagles on Thursday night football. And I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not. All right. So, but if you got other, unless you're a fan of the Eagles or anything, you could kind of skip this game and take your girlfriend out on a date Thursday night. Oh, you're not going to mention much. But you know, no one in Philly's going to do that. They're going to be at the game or screaming at the TV, one or the other. You know what's some? You know what's crazy though, Austin? The way the NFL is, so transparent. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the most entertaining Thursday night game of the year. It would be so comical. If could you imagine if, like, we get on here next week and we're like, uh, didn't see that happening? No, it's like didn't see that fifty-four to forty-eight. Score. Yeah, who Holy is Davis? Crap. Yeah, exactly. Holy crap! I indeed. would love it if that happened. But you know, it's not okay. So we have uh, the the it's one uh, it's uh, early game heavy this week on week nine. So we're gonna go through and make our early game picks right now. Um, so we're gonna start with the Chargers at the Falcons. Austin, who do you got? Well, Kyle Pitts is on my fantasy league and. But he has been so, so bad. Yeah, he hasn't been good. It, like, th- that's been the worst pick I've picked. I'm going to take the Chargers in this. I think they do a rebound game. I'm not sold on the Falcons being a 4-4 four and four team. Chargers are 4-3. Aren't they coming off a bye? Yeah, they're coming off a yeah, bye. Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta. I think Atlanta's riding the hype of that Carolina game. They're playing confident football right now. And I think the Chargers are – th- th- there's no reason why the Chargers should lose this game. Let me make that very clear, but I don't trust their head coach. I don't trust their staff. That team, for the talent they have, what is going on out in uh, Los Los Angeles with that team? I just I don't see them for whatever. They're wasting Justin Herbert right now. I would agree. They're in L.A. That's part of the reason. But that team is – it's not a dumpster fire, but if you're the head coach, that seat's got to be getting hot. I, I, exactly. I mean, they're just making they're, – they're wasting that talent with Eckler and everybody on the team. 
Now you got the smoking hot offensive Miami Dolphins at Chicago, who just made that trade for Chase Claypool today. Who you got? I mean, as long as Tua doesn't get hit by Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. I mean. Well, he just got traded. Oh, they officially traded him. Yeah, they traded in Baltimore, I believe. I saw that they were talking about it, and I knew that he had been crying after the Dallas game after that beatdown that they shot. But, yeah, I I mean, Dolphins are going to be in a landslide. I would definitely say Dolphins are only a five-point favorite right Mm -hmm. now. That's that's an easy pick, I think. Yeah, the Bears are resilient, but they're not that resilient. No, no, I agree. They they don't have enough. I've been dogging them the whole year. Their offense is not sexy to me whatsoever. Miami's is even if it's come down to a close game you can only contain Tyreek Hill for so long you double Tyreek Hill will you get Waddle up the middle I will say this the only caveat here is if it is snowing in Baltimore I mean if it is snowing <clears throat> in Chicago where they're playing that then that changes that changes things but I'm yeah. still going I'm pick, for the sake of picking I'm picking Miami still yeah I'm with you on that alright Carolina at the Bengals who are coming off that Monday night embarrassment bungles right now bungles that was a bungling performance <laughs> But I, I fully expect them to bounce back because they're playing Carolina. And it's I, in Cincinnati. I would say that too, but did you see that game against the Falcons? The yeah, Panthers Deontay Foreman, I mean. Like, if he doesn't pull off his helmet, that's a win. I know. How stupid is that? I, I get I get the I, I get the hype of the situation. You gotta be smart than that though. I mean the kicker still should still make the damn kick though. Oh yeah. I it, mean these kickers like, I coming being one, you've gotta make that. It, Sorry. That's your job. Stretching the extra point to what they did is one of the best things the NFL has done. They made it, the extra points exciting. I disagree, but I will <laughs> give you that. They did make it exciting. But I'm going to go with Joey Burrow on this. Packers, uh, and I'm taking the Bengals too, for the record. I don't. I mean, Carolina's just not there. They don't want to win right now. They, they're adding pieces. They're setting things up. I'm taking the Bengals of this one. Joe Burrow has a bounce-back game. You're going to see uh, – I think this is a Joe Mixon-heavy game. Now we got the Packers at the Lions – I'm not letting my heart take over on this pick. I already know who I'm taking on this one. Go for it. I'm taking Green Bay. They did. They 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 seem to get their defense together, and they just don't have any weapons. I just think their weapons could look better against Detroit. And I am surprised that they didn't make a move today. I was shocked that they didn't get a wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers got to be losing his shit. Oh, like why would you say? How many more years is this deal? I don't. It's. I mean, it's too long. Yeah. It like. I, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I am pissed. If they lose to Detroit, it's full panic mode that way. Oh, yeah. Well, Matt LaFleur would probably get fired. That front office would have to get cleaned yeah. up. You had to bring in someone, and honestly, they should have gotten Brandon Cooks. I agree. That That's somebody that they could have went out and got, in my opinion, because yeah. they don't have anybody else. Romeo Dobbs could be a star, but he's a rookie. He's not there yet. No, he's not. And I don't even think that. I have a feeling this is going to be a big Robert Tunyon game. Oh, yeah. Tell, so who are you picking? Um, I'm going to go pack on yeah. it. it. It hurts me, and I would love it if the Lions pulled this out. They are playing in Detroit, mm-hmm. but i, I got to go. And I agree. Colts at Patriots. Who is the Patriots starting quarterback yeah, this it's week? I know, the carousel, yeah. It's going to be Mac Jones, in my opinion. All right. Well, I'm going to – if they play Zappy, I'm all for it. I would love to see that. You're talking about them beat Indy? Mm-hmm. I, I, I've got the Pats winning this one. I think with the Colts having that horrible offensive line yeah. right now, like that offensive line is bad, right. and the Patriots do one thing good, 
and that's defense, defense, and special teams, and run the ball. And yeah, and right now that is, uh, I agree. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm taking New England. I'm not even thinking twice about this one. Yeah. Indy, I you know I want to root for them because I, I like Frank Wright. I I do, but he their offensive coordinator just fell on the sword for him this week, and yeah. he's probably next. I mean, if they don't show up, like trading Hines, you don't have that weapon anymore. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, this could be his game, but if, what does is, what is Belichick do? He takes your best offensive weapon and he shuts him down. Yeah, and Matt Ryan is a shell of himself because yeah. he doesn't have time, so he's second-guessing and seeing ghosts. I'm going hard with the Pats. Me now. too. Bills at Jets. Um. Well, Zach Wilson, you're 5-3, and three, but you haven't won all You're not 5-3. and three. Flacco won yeah. two of those games. Yeah, so yeah. you're really 3-3. Three and, three and three. Yeah. Yeah, I... I do, do, and you're playing Josh Allen in the Bills. Yeah, and my question is, are they going to put Hines immediately into the offense? I would add another wrinkle. <clears throat> but you're playing Zach Wilson, so you're going to get two or three turnovers. Yeah. He's going to turn the ball. That defense is aggressive. This is one of those games I see getting away from the Jets and kind of reminding them where they're at. If I'm the Bills, I'm making a statement yep. in this game, mm-hmm. and I'm making it so loud, and I'm going to try to beat the NFL record for most most touchdowns. Exactly. This could be a Josh Willem, or Josh Allen vintage game. Yes. Vikings at Commanders. Oh, I know who you're going with on this one. Yep. yep. Who was your preseason pick? No, no, for the division, I picked the Commanders to stun everybody, and they, they let me down at the beginning, but they've been looking better lately. Yeah, my Cowboys are still good. Yeah, then you got the Giants. Out. I didn't see all the Eagles. I mean, yeah, I that, definitely was wrong on that one. NFC East, you can argue, is one of the toughest divisions. Yeah, NFC South's the worst. But, yeah, you got to go with that one. you got to go Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings I'm taking the Commanders because it's in Washington. I just think I, I this was before the Vikings traded for Hawkinson. Yeah. I just don't. Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins going to give something up. It. I didn't even think about the the revenge factor in Washington. Oh yeah, I didn't even think. Of, I'm is still taking the Commanders. Second time playing. I, I, I think a Ron Rivera team when they get rolling like this and they get it figured out. I like Heineke's grit. And you're taking the Vikings. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings. All right, the last of the early game slate here. We got the underachieving Vegas Raiders at the. I don't know if they're underachieving. I don't know what to make them. Jacksonville. Like I don't know if they're underachieving or if they're right where they need to be. They live through Urban Meyer. They're overachieving. Exactly. Right <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? I'm going Jags on this. Yeah, me too. I like uh, Doug better as a head coach. And I like what they're doing with ETN. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not going to say Trevor Lawrence is a bust. No, absolutely not. And I would not do that. But I will say that he is taking the steps of a first-year quarterback because he actually has a good coach finally. So this is technically, I'll say it's his rookie year. Urban Meyer straight up destroyed that team last year. It's amazing the damage he did. I'm just surprised that Fox brought him back on their Saturday. Or their Saturday yeah, me too. When I saw him on TV, I was like, he must have had something in the books be like, if I get fired. Or he still had a contract. I would not want yeah. him after what happened. But. Yep. All right, I, those are your early game picks here. So now we have only two afternoon games on the slate for week nine. Uh, two pretty good games, I got to say. Uh, like I want, They both could be pretty high-scoring Games, we're going to start off with the Rams. I don't know what to make of them right now. They just look like they're having that Super Bowl hangover, which is very, very common. Injuries, they don't have the same dynamics. Stafford shoulder, Cooper Cups ankle assert. Going to play my Tampa Bay Buccaneers and recently single Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. 
I this is I mean it took me a minute to really think this through. Revenge factor from the game last year if Cups banged up. What do you think in Austin? I'm thinking this is essentially going to be a noon game for the Rams. That's what I'm thinking. You're thinking what? It's going to be a noon game for the Rams. So, oh, that's right. This, yeah, this would be a noon game for the Rams. They're having to travel cross country. Tampa. Tom Brady. I'm going Tampa. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks too. Be, I, I just think it's the, it's a different dynamic, but this almost feels – do you remember uh, – and I'm not comparing divorce to death. I'm not, but in a lot of ways it's comparable. You remember the Brett Favre father game when his dad died? Oh my and gosh! And he was he was... came out. This is how I feel about Brady this week. Now that everything's done, and like all the BS is in the disc, they're losing right now. They need a win. It's in Tampa afternoon game. It, but if they don't win this game, I think the season you can start. You can start really thinking they're not going to make the playoffs. In my opinion, that's why I, I think they're desperate. Rams got that ring. You can kind of live with it a little bit more. Tampa, I'm taking the Bucks at home. Yeah, I'm taking Bucks at home. Tampa's ring was two years ago. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think they are. I think they're able to establish Leonard a little bit more. The Rams just have no run game, and I think that's what's gonna. You get, they're gonna. They have the run game unless you get some kind of miraculous game from Allen Robinson. I think the defense shuts down a little, gets them a little bit because. Yeah. Look what the 49ers did to him last week. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, the, and the, and the reports of that game, from what I saw, were that the Rams kind of gave up. Oh yeah. In the second half, and that tells me all I need to know. Yeah. If you're playing against a team that needs a win, you're going to lose. So I'm taking Tampa. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But then you have the other afternoon game, which I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. I know Seahawks at Cards. This was one that took me a minute to think about on the road. It's in Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins, is he back to wide receiver one? Oh, instantly, yes. He helped me out win a fantasy league this week. And then also on top of that, but you on the other side of it, you have Geno Smith who is balling out this year. Easily right now the the comeback player of the year. Other oh, than Saquon. Yes, but yes. you gotta go. Like you can arguably say he was doing better than Russ was doing last year. Hands down. Exactly. They're more explosive. Yeah, they are. And they're turning the ball over less, it seems like. Yeah, it, it does. seems like they have a good organization of things, and they're adding pieces too. People don't even realize. Yeah, and uh, Gino isn't pulling his like three game interception right now. Watch him do that this week, but right now he's not doing it. He's got a good good set of that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I think I'm, I'm taking Arizona just because they're at home. I, I'm with you on that. I would not be surprised if the Seahawks pull it off. It's going to be a closer game. Then I think everyone thinks that's why Arizona is only favored by two points. Mm-hmm. But I'll take the Cardinals. Up. Yeah, so we're both we're both yeah. taking Tampa and the Cardinals in the four. Yeah, and games. if the Cardinals lose, okay, Kyler Murray, Call of Duty, stop playing. <laughs> no kid. Well, I think they said they're like zero and two. They're since that came out, they're zero and two. Yep. Since the beta, he's been out, he's been he's lost three games. So yeah, yeah. he's zero and three. Yeah, that's an underachieving team, but it starts with Kingsbury. Okay. Week nine, Sunday night football. Austin, it contains our hometown team here, Tennessee Titans, fresh off a boring-ass game against Houston. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it, but they should be getting Ryan Tannehill back. But guess what? They get to go to Kansas City and play the Chiefs off of a bye week. Yep. And the Chiefs just picked up uh, – what's the receiver from the Giants that they got? Oh, come on. You know Oh, uh, I'm drawing a blank on him right now. He's injured all the time. Yeah, I just say it. 
I don't know it. Do you oh. Know? oh, you don't even know it. No, I was actually remembering until you said it. But uh, I don't think he's going to get much play this week. I think it's going to be their Tony, normal. Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, yes. So I, I don't think he's going to get any playing time. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't be worried about him at all. But I will say this. The Titans, you got Tannehill coming off an injury, coming back. If he doesn't for some reason start, that's going to get ugly. Uh, your defense has to ball out, and you have to control the football with Henry. Chiefs defense has looked better. I hate to say it. I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this. They're both 5-2, and two, but that's going to be a great game. I think that'll be at least a, a better game than anything else earlier in the day. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think yeah. this is the best game of the day as of right now. Like I, do, I just the, I feel like the, t- the Titans are going to come out. They're going to try to punish with Derrick Henry. If you could do that against most teams. Yeah, Chiefs off a of bye week, I, they don't have the offensive. Even if Tannehill's on fire, Robert Woods, whoever else they got, play, they just don't have the weapons that the Chiefs do, and it's in Kansas City. There's one way they can do it. If you somehow knock out or get out of the game Travis Kelsey, or if you somehow get out of the game Patrick Mahomes. It's, so if you, you remember, if you remove one of those two pieces – that offense. Yeah, because they, they, they're that's a they're they're each other's safety nets. Yep. Uh I want the Titans to win. I I, I want every time I'm like, should I pick them in the upset? Because I guess I know you said they're both five and two. I just the Titans I don't trust this year. No, because here's the thing. They've they almost lost to the Raiders earlier. If year. it was ten dry ten play plus drives back and forth, the Titans have a chance. Right. But what happens when it's 10-7 in the second quarter, right? Kansas City's up. Titans are holding their own. Next thing you know, boom, they hit Scantling or whoever else they got. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's 17-7, 20-7. The Titans, to me, don't have the weapons to come back. Because once you take Derrick Henry out of the game, what do you got? I mean, you lost A.J. Brown last year. You don't really have a good God, back. is that not looking? Uh, I mean, that's egging your face right now. Yeah, it's about three But, times. I mean, at the same time, I'm looking at this, too, though, with the Chiefs. You put all this hype behind Juju Smith-Schuster. He's looked good the last two weeks, though. Last two weeks, but other than that, he has not been producing. He hasn't. No, the early. Believe me, I had him on my team too. It's been a bad year. Oh yeah, too soon. So we there you go. Sunday night football. Both Austin and I are taking Kansas City. We want you to win Tennessee. We want you to win, but not. You just don't have the firepower. This is what happens when you let a guy like AJ Brown just go. Just be happy. You got Georgia this week for your loss. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. We won't even go down that road right no, now. Well, because we got that right where, where is that? Is that in Athens or is it here? I'll look it up while yeah. we're talking. All right. And then the last game of the Week 9 slate brings us to Monday Night Football. Week 9 features the Baltimore Ravens. And I feel like he's in primetime every week. Lamar Jackson traveling to sneaky good New Orleans. I don't know how they keep running games with the Red Rocket, but they do. Austin, can they pull this one out against Baltimore? They got a chance. I agree. You've got Kamara. You've got a chance. You got Kamara, and you got a top ten defense. Yeah, you do. And like, who thought that Andy Dalton would be starting this year? over Jameis? I yeah. thought Jameis was the one. Clearly not. Yeah. So apparently, with Dalton and and Taysom Hill, they got something there. Yeah, they do. And that's just going to be a great. Game. I, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I think it will. The biggest question that I'm going to have is what New Orleans juju is. Are they going to be pulling out of their hat trying to win? Yeah, they're a team. Uh, New Orleans is a, a, as big of as a team that plays off momentum as any team you'll see in the league. Yeah. I mean, they, they they need momentum. 
after that Ravens Bucks games this past Thursday, the Ravens got a little extra time to get it. I mean, because they haven't looked necessarily great. And I'm not sure if Gus Edwards is going to play. I'm not sure if Mark Andrews is going to play. If they're not there, yeah, I give the Saints a puncher's chance in this one. If they can just not turn the ball over, because that, what was it, Arizona? Andy had two pick sixes, but they were still oh, right yeah, in the game. Yeah, they were fighting in that game like crazy. Yeah. You know what, Austin? Talking this through, I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking them at oh, home. Oh, you're going with the upset. I, I'm going. I, this is my upset pick of the week. I'm taking New Orleans, it, especially if Baltimore shorthanded, which they could be. I don't. If, if they're fully loaded, I don't know. But I, I, if there's any team that can spy and contain Lamar Jackson to a certain extent, Saints are right up there. I'm going opposite of you. All right. I'm going to go Ravens on this, and the reason why I'm going Ravens on this is because. I think for all the Lamar lovers out there, they're going to have something to scream and praise about on Tuesday. You know my opinion about it. But I think Lamar is going to have a big game against that defense. Yeah, and Andy's about due for a little bit of a fall-off. And if there's one thing that we know about Baltimore, that defense balls out when it needs to. This is going to be a game where you're going to see a Taysom Hill player two that's going to come out of nowhere oh yeah it's going to be a gimmick game yeah it it will be it'll be toe to toe head to head i'm taking baltimore nine out of ten oh yeah but this game monday night new orleans playing for kind of still staying the standings because of the underachieving south yep prime i new orleans is a special place man when that when that dome gets rolling oh when that dome gets rocking look out so there you go monday night football austin takes the ravens i take the saints those are your week nine NFL picks. I, I mean, we have three less games this week. That's sad. I know, but it's the big, I think this is the biggest bye week one of the year. I, it would, wouldn't surprise me. It, I mean, so once this is over and you get everybody back in the flow. Yeah. Of that, and that's what I think is, did you, I, I thought I saw a stat the other day that scoring's down this year, like big time. That and, doesn't surprise me, but it also look, look at what happened. You lost a week of the preseason. And I wonder if that matters. I mean, because we're pushing week nine and teams are looking terrible. Oh, yeah. And the league has done everything to make it an offensive advantage. Uh, Don't get me started on bull crap pass interference penalties Mm -hmm. or roughing the pass. They're roughing the pass. We should have lost that Atlanta game. Oh, yeah. You should have. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but there have been so many. Okay. Side note. Here's the side tangent of the day. NFL referees need that needs to be their full time job. They don't need to have another job, and they, it needs to be reviewable on every single play, especially on a pass interference call like that. I agree, they, dude. The NFL makes enough money to be able to take care of these guys. Yeah, when you get to that level, it should be a full time job. Oh yeah, and also the fact of the matter is that like you were like you had four different roughing the passer calls that were all over the place in the past few weeks, and they've looked bad. Yeah, it's looked really bad. Austin, I appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah. You got any last parting shots you want to say before we close up shop here? Well, I, okay, I've got th- one final one for you. The only thing I'm going to pull up this week, you got Tennessee and Georgia this week. Oh, we got it. Okay, we have to address Tennessee Georgia just because. Is the game in Athens or is it in Knoxville? It's in Athens. Ooh, uh, I think this is where the run ends. Oh, you think this is where the run ends? I, I, I think Tennessee, I'm so happy for the fan base because I've been here for seven years now. And it's been a struggle. I've been here for 10 and it's been glorious because I've been seeing people cry. Yeah. <laughs> so. But they beat my Gator. They beat the, the my hated Gators 
Florida State fan. I could respect yep. that. So I'm happy for them. And you're seeing Tennessee fans come out of the woodworks. Everybody's a Tennessee fan. Everybody's. Have you noticed this? Oh, I've and seen I'm the checkerboard come out. I want to make that perfectly clear, but you're not going to beat Georgia and Athens. I think they win. I What's think, the key? I think Rocky Top is going to go crazy, and I think it's going to be all on Hendon Hooker just balling. You out. think they can beat Alabama and Georgia in a matter of weeks? I think so. Okay. Did you see them dog stomp Kentucky? Yeah, like, I that think. was not close. Georgia's a different monster, though. I've watched a couple of the games this year. Di- they're, they're defending champs. That team is built for that. I, they're both built to counter one another. Tennessee has the offensive firepower and the defense that can hold the line. Georgia has that run game that kind of can come out of nowhere, wear down a defense. But that defense, besides Oregon, which was week one, so you had a ton of time to prep, mm-hmm. you haven't seen anything like this. And you have not seen this caliber of a quarterback. No, Hooker is the real deal. Oh, like, yeah. Everything about that team, I, I mean, I love the vibe that they're – the way they play football is – they're the most entertaining team in the nation. Oh yeah, easily. What they did to LSU, what they did to Alabama, and they yep. the, the, okay. The, the, the I'm glad you brought this up. The one thing about Tennessee is that the, there was there was a moment where I realized this team is the real deal. And let me just clarify to all the Vols Nation out there: I think Georgia wins, but I you guys are making the playoffs this year. Don't get any twisted thing about it. It's better to lose to Georgia than to lose to a stupid giveaway game like Missouri or something oh, later gosh, in the year. Yes. So just if you lose, don't panic. There was, but the moment I'm talking about is in Alabama in the fourth quarter when they fumbled a, a fumble six away when Alabama recovered and it looked. Where like, did that come from? Because I saw that and was shocked. So I that I was when I was watching the game, I was like, ah, all right, all right. So this is where you learn, right? Mm-hmm. But the way they responded the rest of the game. Oh yeah, that's a championship team. I'm not. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're just not going to beat Georgia. This is what I. What's think, the spread right now? Uh, Georgia's an eight and a half favorite. Eight and a half. Well, eight and a half. I would do the under on that oh, all day shit. long. I agree, but I'm taking Georgia, and you're taking Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee, okay. but I will say this. So, what happens if Tennessee loses to Georgia? Okay, Georgia loses to Bama in the SEC championship. So you have three one-loss SEC teams. And then let's say Michigan wins out. Uh-huh. You have a one-loss Ohio State team. Damn. Clemson wins out, and TCU wins out. Who makes the playoffs? I know it's going to be the great Lord debate. Lord have mercy! It's going to be the SEC team just because they all battle each other. TCU is going to be the odd man out. I, well, no, I'm looking at this too, and I'm thinking, okay, well then you're going to have either a one-loss USC or one-loss Oregon in there too. And no hate on them. Aren't you just glad to have Notre Dame out of the picture? Thank the God, Lord. God, they get buttered up. Like oh, I get it, I, the history and all that. Yeah, I just no. Like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I wish USC was doing worse, but that's a personal standpoint. But I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm going. You're number one through seven. Actually, really one through eight mm-hmm. could all be one loss teams or but this is why they're expanding the playoffs. Yeah, and man, this is going to be great. This. I, I love it. Sarah wants to go on a backpacking trip this week, and hopefully she doesn't listen to this. So hashtag don't tell Sarah. <laughs> but I, if it's raining at all, if there's a chance of rain, I'm not going on that trip because I want to watch that Tennessee. Oh, Georgia I game do too. 
Lord. I imagine it's the game. prime three and a, three o'clock game. Yep, three yeah. o'clock game. I'll be watching that game on Saturday. Grab your popcorn, pop up oh, your yeah. seats, grab some barbecue, oh, yeah. and sit back and watch. Yeah, and, and if you don't like what I picked and you want to dog me, if Tennessee ends up showing out, one, it's all on Instagram. One, it's all at buzzsprout.com. Austin, that was good, man. Yeah. And so Georgia you take, can dog me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Georgia, d- don't disappoint me, okay? You defending champs, even though I'm not a fan of either one, really. Florida State. Huh? Disappoint, George. Disappoint. You got any last parting shots you want to say to the people? A&M, be content with where you're at. We got greener days ahead. It just might not be this year. <laughs> so just bear with it, and we'll see what happens to Jimbo. And Florida State, uh, Norvell's going to be good. Give him another year. Don't start dogging on him just yet. At the end of next year, if we're in the same position, yes. But I feel like the, the program's turning around. Yeah. I, I think y'all's are. I'm just of the opinion. Opinion. If I'm paying a coach eighty uh, ninety five million dollars, yeah, exactly. Well, we, we know you, that when when he left. And uh, all right, who's who's going to be the surprise player this week in the NFL? Oh, I swear we're, we're wrapping up after this question. What's the one player you think is going to be the center of attention after the week? Jared Goff. I'm going. I'm going Thomas. Really? I think Brady throws uh, three four hundred yards this game. I do. Okay. I think this is this classic turnaround game. I, and if I again, if TB12, they let me down last week. They let me down a lot, but I feel it. I'm going Jared Goff because against I know the pack I defense, the it's tough. That defense is is predictable though. Yeah, it is. So all right, we'll there see. you go. TB12 and Jared Goff. I, I, you get, I had to pick the small underdog. Yeah, I, went, I think small I went to, underdog for the week. The sad part about it is, and the bigger issue is, I picked Brady. That shows you what kind of year we're having right now. Normally it would be hands down, but it's like that. All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Again, don't forget to go follow, like, comment, subscribe. Austin, uh, Topsider Sports. Spirit, what's the uh, your other Instagram handle? That's it. Topsider okay. Sports or Country Raps. But Top, the country yep. Raps, and uh, don't, don't forget, about. you get 10% off. Sperry 10. Stay the Liberty. Yep, Let's there go. You go. All right, guys. Until the next one. Love you guys. See you. See you. Peace. Well, Jazz, hip-hop, bond-like fusion Slow-grooving sounds that get the crowd moving So for your amusement, we come to play A little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade I get busy when I listen to Dizzy And relax when I hear Cold Train on sax In fact, I feel my loneliness with keys from Thelonious Monk anytime, day or night, week or month So don't try to front like it's something you don't want It's jazz music, y'all Yeah it's jazz I can music. this group here all night long Cause it makes me wanna move my feet uh. I really love my jazz When it's played with the hip-hop beat hip-hop The rhythm's got me moving, uh. grooving what? All up yeah. in this what? song hip-hop and jazz. What? Add a little hip-hop play jazz It makes me wanna listen to it all night long See, I'm not into fashion But I like my Louis Don't follow hoops, but I do follow Duke Ellington, remember when music had soul? Bono wax seemed every track solid gold. You hold a firm place in my memory. I hear the strings ring, hear Ella sing, that's chemistry. Simply melodic, erotic to my temple. Complex tones made simple. It's jazz music. I can play this group here all night long, cause it makes me wanna move my feet. I really love my jazz when it's laid with the hip hop beat. Hip hop and jazz. The rhythm's got me moving.